Good morning and welcome back to Monday. Welcome to a brand new week, a brand new set of devotions, and a brand new opportunity to serve the Lord. Today is June the 20th, it's Monday, and uh, we're going to be looking at a psalm uh, for the next couple of days. Uh, Psalms 87 is the psalm that we're going to look at, and so I encourage you to open your Bibles, uh, take just a few minutes and pray and uh, open your hearts to receive what God would have to say to us through this passage. Today we're going to cover the first three verses of this psalm, Psalms 87, verses 1 through 3, and the title of today's devotion is God's Chosen Place. Let's look at this psalm, and uh, let's read these first three verses and see what the power of the Holy Spirit has to say to us. Psalms 87 verse number one says, On the holy mountain stands the city founded by the Lord. He loves the city of Jerusalem more than any other city in Israel. O city of God, what glorious things are said of you. What is so special about this city, about this place? Let's look at that for just a moment. At the end of verse number three, once again, you see this word in the New Living Translation, it's interlude. In the King James Version, I believe it's Selah. Um, it's, um, it's an opportunity here. Uh, what the writer does is he gives a breaking point or it's a stopping point once again to uh, for us to stop and think about what he has written and what he is saying. So <clears throat> I want to just remind you of a few things. And so just think about this Jerusalem. This is uh, the, the uh, it's a very special place that God has uh, brought about, place that he has set up. And I just want to remind you of a few things that has happened here. This isn't all the things, but just a few things that that has happened. Jerusalem um, has always, since all the way back in Abraham's day and time, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Jerusalem has been the center of God's plan and his redemptive work, which is very important. God chose Jerusalem as a place where a lot of his redemptive work would happen and come from. And so I, I want to remind you of just a few things and recall to your memory. Let's go all the way back to Genesis to start this off. And first of all, um, we, we meet in Genesis a very uh, interesting king called Melchizedek. And uh, he's the king of Salem at the time, which is the ancient city of Jerusalem. And so this city dates back, um, man, I don't even know, some 4,000 years from the time we're living in right now. So this is a city that goes back to very, very good chance, the very beginning of time. And uh in Abraham's day and time, we meet the king of Salem, or the king of Jerusalem, which was Melchizedek. And, and the Bible tells us he was the king and a priest of the Most High, and he reigned in Jerusalem, and he served the Lord. Um, in Jerusalem, it was also there that Abraham 
uh, as we move down uh, the timeline, Abraham was willing to offer Isaac as a, as a sacrifice there on the same mountain where Jerusalem is at. Uh, ironically, no, I wouldn't say ironically, per the plan, uh, on the same mountain that Isaac, uh, that Abraham was willing to offer Isaac, this would be the same place that the Lord, that Jesus would come and he would offer the perfect sacrifice. Um, it was also here that David, which was Israel's greatest earthly king, he reigned in Jerusalem and he made, uh, he made this Jerusalem the, the capital of the kingdom of God. It was there that the tabernacle of God uh, was founded and uh, it, it made its home in the temple that David designed and that Solomon would eventually build. It was there upon this mountain and in this city that the institutions of sacrifice, worship, <clears throat> the priestly service, uh, all these three things were established and carried out for centuries. Uh, it was there that Jesus recognized and honored the city uh, and observed the feast at the temple and the, the religious rituals that took place. Uh, it was there that Jesus died, as I already mentioned, for our sins, and he was buried there, and then again on the third day rose from the grave. It was there that the church was born on the day of Pentecost. It was there that the Holy Spirit fell on the new church. Um, it was there that the apostles served, and uh, the gospel was sent out to the entire world from Jerusalem. It's also there uh, that God will establish one day his physical kingdom on earth and it will be the center of the kingdom of God here on earth one day. Just some awesome facts about Jerusalem. At the end of verse 3, once again, it says Selah. And so just in knowing what is come about through this city already. I want you just to stop and think for a minute. What what does all these things mean? <laughs> what is the writer trying to portray to us? And what is he saying through this poetic psalm? Um, I want you to think about what the Holy Spirit's conveying to us through Jerusalem and through this psalm and what the Holy Spirit wants us to say. Um, I have a couple of things, actually three things I want to point out to you that just came to me as I was studying this. Number one, um, these facts in this city here proves to us that this story about Jeru that Jerusalem and about Jesus, the history of the Lord, it's the truth. It's not just a fable. It's not just a good story. This is true history. God has established this place. This was a place that God himself came and visited in person. He walked upon the streets of Jerusalem there. So it's a real place. It's truth. And it's in this place that men can go, that we can physically go and see what God has done and the places that he walked and he talked to the people and revealed himself to mankind. Number two, it, it reveals to us that through Jerusalem, it reveals to us that God has a plan. From the very beginning of time, he established this place 
to fulfill his plan of redemption for mankind. So God has always had a plan and he has established it. Number three, it shows us that God is sending his son. One day it establishes the fact that God's going to come back. He's going to, he has already established the church and that he's planning an eternity for all of those who follow him. So these are just a few of the things about Jerusalem and the great things that has come from this city. Um, I personally long to visit this place. It's on my bucket list, so to speak. Uh, my daughter and I talk about it often, uh, about how we would love to go and visit and tour. And um, as a matter of fact, I had a, a pastor friend of mine that has uh, invited me to go with his group all the time, several times, and he's promised me that if I would go, I could preach from a place or teach from a place where Jesus did, and I'd have the opportunity to be baptized in the Jordan River, and I can only imagine of these things and how it would make me feel. I don't even know that I could contain myself emotionally being there, but um, just the thought of visiting there excites me, and I know that one day if I don't if I'm not allowed or if I am not able to visit uh, Jerusalem in my lifetime, the Bible tells us that one day we'll rule and reign in the new Jerusalem and the new heaven and the new earth as followers of Christ. And so I know that one day I will see it. And so for me, when I think of Jerusalem and the writer that's writing about this, um, my mind immediately goes to being there with Jesus experiencing his presence in the places that he walked and he talked. And um, jo Jesus, or I'm sorry, Jerusalem for me and what the writer is saying, it, it just reveals the salvation and the redemptive plan of God that uh, this is real. It's true. Eternity is real. And uh, one day we will inhabit this place with God and serve and rule and reign with him. The, the last thing I want to point out here is that it's very important to realize that God chose you. He has chosen us to have a purpose and a plan for us. And uh, God reveals this place and this holy place so that we will know that he has a plan for us. Amen. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. I pray that you would move and reign in people's hearts. God, help us to just realize as we read and think about Jerusalem and this city, this holy city, God, that, that you are preparing a place for us, not just in Jerusalem, but in heaven one day where we will be with you for all eternity. And it's just a physical reminder that you are doing something. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, Lord willing, we'll look at the second half of this psalm tomorrow. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I'm praying for you. God bless you. Have a great day.